Hey everybody, this is Zach Wood from the Lewis the Sluggers Podcast. In episode 12, Jake and I discussed the return of baseball, the Mookie Bats extension, and how excited we are for opening week. Let's go. Alright, welcome back everybody to the Louisville Sluggers Podcast. It feels good to say that again. This is episode 12. Opening week is here. We got two games tomorrow. We got the Nationals versus the Yankees. We got, I believe it's the Giants versus the Dodgers, I believe is the other one. And uh, we're excited to be here. We're excited to talk about baseball again after all the rough summer negotiations and, and BS, I'm going to say. Uh, we're here. We're finally here. Manfred initiated the 60-game uh, you know, season, uh, and there's talks of maybe you know, before first pitch tomorrow of an expanded p- playoffs agreement, which might go from 10 teams to 16 teams. I'm okay with the 10. Let's just keep it simple. Let's just play baseball. But, Jake, how you doing, my friend? Man, I'm doing great, Zach. It's great to, it's great to be back. Hi, everybody. Baseball. Go baseball. Dude, for real, man. <laughs> for real. So, the big news today, it – you know, Mookie Betts deal. Thoughts on that? What do you want to share? Wow. Um, you know, so you look at it. I think he's worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I believe you told me earlier, 12 years, 365. Is that right? Uh, I think it was the extension was, uh, yeah, 12 years. I think it's 365. Exactly. Yeah, 392 minus 27, I believe is you know, 365. So that's pretty big. It's a big extension because this year his, you know, salary is prorated based off this year and amount of games. So he's not quite making what he could have, but in total would have been a lot of money. I mean, it's a crazy amount of money over 13 years. So, so look at it. I think he's a great player. Yeah. I think he's one of the top three or five players in the game. Um, awesome talent. Awesome dude. Uh, which he was a ranger. I mean, I'd, anybody would love to have him on their team, I think. My problem with these long contracts is, so last year was his age 26 season. That makes this year his age 27 season. Yeah. Meaning this contract. Which is, is my age, which is which is nuts. <laughs> right, into age 39. Yeah, that's wild, dude. So, you that's know, and what happened with guys like Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. I, like, are we – It reminds me, exactly. It reminds me of the Pujols situation. But then again, he had good numbers last year. He got slept on. He had decent numbers. He had good numbers last year. His average goes down every year. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> player since he's been a Cardinal. Yeah. But with Albert, there's always been a question about how old Albert really is. Yeah. So, Albert might – 38 or 40 he might be older than that yeah well but we're I, with what he have because arrow was able to put up good numbers you know his last few years in his late 30s i believe he's only about 12 rbis away from <laughs> uh surpassing or tying a rod so that's right. yeah and being third of all third all time in the rbis which is insane um so you have that right, but best best hitter of this generation, I would of uh, well say best hitter of his generation. 
he's kind of it's not really his generation anymore. I say, but he was absolutely the most dangerous and yeah. best of his generation post Barry Bonds. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, he's he's kind of transgressed, I guess, two kind of generations too, like the power slugger hitter. But now, what's what's strange is, you know, he's one of the top earners per year, but he's actually not. And nobody thinks of him as a top earner, but he is. Because if you look at his old salary, I believe it was, I think it's deferred to where he's making like more now, which is insane. But it's, it, you just don't have a lot of people or players, I should say, position or pitchers climbing these all-time ladders of just career numbers. You just don't have a lot of those out right now. Um, and that's... That's something in itself, man. Like, who's going to pass his record? You know what I mean? Like, and, and when I think about these, these Mookie Betts deals, or I think about the Bryce Harper, the Machado deals, these mega blockbuster 300-plus, you know, uh, deals, I'm over here thinking, well, are they going to break these all-time numbers? And they might break a, a few maybe in the, in, the, in the war categories or things like that, which is awesome in itself. You, you know, that's like a great stat to be really good at. But I'm talking about those other numbers, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't think they're going to be up there with the greatest. But, like, they're certainly impactful. I mean, if you're going to pay 30 to $35 million a year for these players, they better perform. I mean, we all know Garrett Cole signs this nine-year, $300-plus-million deal. I, dude, it's a lot of money. <laughs> Either way you slice it, it's a lot of money. I never have a – I never have a problem with the money. Okay. The, I think the owners print money. Mm-hmm. And I look, I heard yesterday on the ticket, um, 1310, one right here, John mm-hmm. Um, But the thir- either 13 or 19 years in a row that mm-hmm. Major League Baseball is surpassed what they did the previous year. They have record-setting years all the years in a row. In revenue. And revenue. And they – Signed a mega TV deal during COVID times for the playoff. Yeah. For playoff. Yeah. So, yeah. the owner absolutely. So, the money's whatever. But I'm just wondering, you know, I don't want to, I don't mind paying a guy, but I want to pay for production. I don't want to be paying a guy that's 40 years old that hits 220 and 10 home runs in 130 games. That's not productive. I agree with 100% with that. Um, but then again, Pujols had 80 or 90 RBIs last year. Yes, he did. He had a good – and so looking at his con- – you're talking about his contract. So yeah. he was slated $29 million this year. That's been prorated down to $10 million, But he was slated to make $29 million this year. Next year, pretty. Um, he was 28 last year and 27 the year prior where he was hurt and missed a bunch of time yeah. in 2018. So, um, and you know, after next year, he's a free agent in 2022, and I don't think any, I don't know if anyone's going to sign him. He might get picked up by the Marlins or the Blue Jays. Yeah, if he, I'm not sure how many home runs he has right now, but if he's going to hit maybe like the 700th home run or something like that, six. Let's let's here. I'll look that up real quick. Um, how many home runs he's got? His contract notes also say home run record seven million, but I don't I don't think he's gonna make that. I don't I don't think he'll get that. So he's got yeah he's got a, 
Um, 106 to Ty Barry Bonds. Yeah. That either. But the Marlins might take a flyer on them. Or just any team that's struggling that wants to sell some tickets. If we have a vaccinated post-COVID regular 162-game season next year, if he hits 10 home runs this year, he'd be at six. Oh, I hope he hits 11 or 9. So I, mean, he's, I mean, 93 RBIs last year. 93. That's incredible, dude. We talked about it before because obviously, you know, 2017 – he had 101, but I mean, it, I, you know, we're not going to spend tons of time on Pujols, but it's going to be interesting what happens at the end of next season. Um, and hopefully maybe next season we'll have fans because, uh, you know, this year, COVID-19, no fans. They're pumping all this crowd noise in. And what's interesting is I actually heard a lot more players prefer the crowd noise over no crowd noise. Maybe just environmental situations they are so used to the crowd noise. It just feels natural, but... You know, I don't know. It, I'm going to miss Pujols actually when, after he's gone because I, I, you know, I know, <laughs> I know he really gave it to the Texas Rangers though that in that playoff game, three homers, right? He did. Yeah. You no, know, it's like it's like uh, you know Derek Jeter. I was watching a Ranger or a Yankee game a few years ago on TV, and you know, just a regular ground ball to the in the six hole, uh, and. It, Didi Gregorius making the play. And I was like, man, it's so weird not watching Derek Jeter taking the ground ball at short. You know, and he's not he's not yeah. on the team. Like he's just, you know, he has a day off or something. He's not playing because he's retired. Right. So it's going to be – so, you know, we're talking about Mookie Betts. And, you know, I don't think he's worth that kind of money for that long. I think he's worth the money for, you know, I just don't think he's going to be productive. But, you know, good for the Dodgers for locking him up. Did you want to roll into opening day and talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we could uh, – before we hop into that, I got a question for you on this one, though. I'm going to drop this surprise question on you. I love uh, your surprise questions. What's this team going to do? What's this team going to do? The Astros, what are they going to do this year coming off the cheating scandal? What do you think they'll do? Win 43 games. 43? Out of Book 60? Book it. 43. That's bold, dude. That's bold. So they're going to go on a hot streak and just roll. Okay. Okay. I, I like the enthusiasm. I don't think it's going to happen. I think a lot of teams will be mid-30s, and then the last week is going to determine a lot of uh, playoff entrances in terms of these teams. I think – you might have teams like the Orioles knock out a big team because they're not going to make it, but they'll knock out a team in the last week. You know, they're so, three. That's pretty high. No, I don't think I've seen anybody go with over forty wins this season. Here, here's my take about. But this two to one, I guess. Here, here's my take about. Um, this they don't have to deal with the dog days of summer, which is huge. Yep. Okay. We're already, we're already past the dog days, basically. We're just at the tail end. So we're looking at approximately three weeks of hot, crappy weather. Pitchers, I expect pitchers to go deeper in games and save bullpens yeah. because they're fresh. Yep. Any juice for anything because we're playing a third of the games this year. So yeah. I expect really good teams to pull away early in the season. They, I know, they're, they know their backs are to the wall. They don't have that much time. They have to put everything in every game. Absolutely. It's a, it's a sprint. It's not a yeah. 
not a um I agree. I mean it's gonna be an interesting uh you know season and uh, dude, I'm just glad there is a season. <laughs> After all the crap that's gone on the past few months, uh I really I tried to be positive the whole time. Uh, you just, I just knew there probably would be, but man, there was a dark moment or two where I was like, "Oh my God, there may not be baseball this year." You know, it's 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 crazy what's going on, and also uh, I'm really interested in seeing what happens with the NBA bubble uh, down in you know at, at kind of the Disney World Resort or whatever in Florida. That's going to be interesting um, in terms of how they're doing all that. Well, hopefully, we'll see. And what's it, I'm, I'm reading a lot of interesting things they're using with tech too. In regards to kind of coronavirus and other stuff, like media members have, uh, you know, their their wearables or whatever, and it beeps if they're too close to somebody else. And I'm like, why do they have all this future tech? They're wearing like temperature sensing rings. They're wearing like there's like tons of interesting tech they're throwing out there, and uh, I haven't heard any of that being implemented in the MLB. And you know, I I know you know, uh, being someone like yourself who uh, you know, you travel a lot for your job. You know, I'm seeing MLB managers in, in games not even wearing masks correctly. You know, it goes over your nose too. You know what I mean? So I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just glad there's a good season this year. Even there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. A lot of people are going to be calling people out for certain things. But man, there's, there's live baseball being played. I I never watched. I never watched a single. I never watched a single old game. I couldn't do it. You know the results. I'm not excited about it. You know what I mean? Here's my take on the masks. Dugout is... Even if you're around people for an an extended period of time that have the coronavirus, from everything that I've read, even if they're wearing a mask and you're wearing a mask, Instead of it being 20 minutes, it's going to be 30 minutes, but you're still going to get it. They're also sharing the same locker rooms and same forced air, so they can social distance what they want to. But they're sharing enough space and enough time together that if one guy gets it, that a lot of them are just going to get it. They're doing so much well, testing. Speaking of, I'm glad I you said that. No, I'm glad you said that because earlier this week, I believe in an Astros game um, – Two days later, apparently an Astros player has tested positive or something like that. And yet they played all these exhibition games. So, you know, uh, their, their latest round of testing from the other day was very positive. It was very good in terms of the low percentage of positive tests. It was like 0.5% out of 10,000 tests or something, which is very good to know. Um, but I, I would not be shocked at all if game 20 of the season, game 40, game 50, you're, you might have some big players just randomly, you know, uh, contracted and they're gone. Unfortunately, that's just the world we're living in. Um, you know, I hope that it's not serious at least. But too. it's, you know, it's, it's an interesting situation and um, it's even more interesting. You got players like DJ DJ LeMahieu who test positive and they test negative. They test positive, test negative, and you have to get the two negative tests to come back. Billy Gallup finally got the two negative. Now he's back, and it's just like you never know. Chapman's out because he keeps testing positive, but he's asymptomatic. He's bulking up, looking like he's going to throw 110. You know, <laughs> but uh, 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 that'd be awesome. 
Yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. But you wanted to get back to opening day. I went on a long tangent there, but let's talk about opening day tomorrow, Thursday, July twenty third. No more, you know, not that many dog days this summer, like you said. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think the Yankees are going to beat the Nationals? The game almost wasn't going to be played, you know, in Washington. So Scherzer, Cole, what do you think is going to happen? Um, give me two to one Yankees. It'll be a pitcher's duel. Both guys are going to go deep in the game. Yeah. Uh, I think Garrett Cole's going to be a little bit fired up to play. Uh, I've heard he's going to get a hundred pitch limit from Boone. Um, yeah, and he might negotiate real hard about that if he's shoving, um, cruising. Yeah. I'm, I think pitch counts are overrated myself personally, but, uh, I think, I think two to one Yankees. Give me the Yankees in this one. What about you? Okay. I, I, I agree with the pitcher's duel, but, uh, I will say Scherzer got lit up the other day in that exhibition match between the Phillies. Um, you know, Didi Gregorius, I, I think maybe hit a grand slam or hit a really good homer. I can't remember if, how many people were on base, but it was kind of a blowout. Scherzer didn't pitch well. It was trending on Twitter, but you know, they've had enough time to recoup. It's also an exhibition game. I think you're still working out those kinks that you didn't get through in terms of doing the intra squad games. Cause those are fun, but you're never going to face those guys again. Ever. Right. It's it, it, it's we used to do that, right? We that's how you yeah. practice, but that's how you practice. And, and the best practice is an exhibition game. But then again, there's no stakes. And I think when you add the stuff. stakes, yeah, when you add the stakes, it's serious. It's like, oh shit, this is game one of sixty. These matter now. Uh, you know, we gotta we gotta pay attention. It's not fun in games. Tomorrow's gonna be a big day. Uh, I'm going to be watching it. I don't know about you, but I think the Yankees are going to walk away with this one. I think they're determined. Their lineup is is deadly. They got everybody back. Stanton's looking good. He says he's healthy. Judge had a neck thing, but he says he's doing all right. He's cranking homers left and right. Uh, I think it's going to be good. Uh, next game we got Giants-Dodgers, Cueto versus Kershaw. You know what's interesting, though? Kershaw was like everything, like 2017, 2018. I really honestly didn't hear much about him last year. You know what I mean? I know they still won a whole bunch of games. I'm sure he did fine. But I just the media, I guess, maybe wasn't on him as much as they used to be or something. Or he just maybe didn't play up to his previous standards. But, uh, you know, he's still kind of the obviously the Dodgers guy. And they got Walker Bueller. And, you know, they got the nice rotation that they're building. And they lost the one pitcher in the in free agency who went to the Blue Jays, um, Ryu. But I think that... I think the Dodgers are going to walk away with this one just because the Giants aren't that good in general. They're just not that good right now. They got Hunter Pence back, but that's not going to make a big difference. Hunter Pence is old. <laughs> right? wasn't that good. He was fat. Had health problems. Um, they had to give him extra days off. I don't like that guy. Who, Cueto? No, Ryu. Oh, Ryu. He was killing um, it. He was killing it, and then the Yankees played him on that uh, Players Weekend uh, with the black and the white jerseys, and the Yankees just destroyed his confidence after that. He just it was not the same. I uh, just he's never been that great. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm excited, man, because then you know, even though it's just two games tomorrow, I might even catch a little bit of the Giants Dodgers game. Friday it opens up. Ton of teams are playing. 
Uh, I mean, it's 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 baseball. Baseball's back, man. There's look at this: eight, uh, 12, 14 games being played Friday night. It's great. I'm glad it's here. Love it. Rockies. Go ahead. Rockies Rangers Friday. I love it. I got Kershaw going eight innings. He's going to shove. He went 16 and five last year with a three ERA, Mm -hmm. which is really good. Mm -hmm. Really good. Yeah, I mean, 16 and five is pretty great in general. Um, It feels weird. I honestly say it feels weird, though, to. You know, fucking, <laughs> I'll say what, it feels weird that there's baseball July 23rd and not, you know, early April, right? Early April into March. Into March. It just feels no. so strange that we had just such an hi- a hiatus from this. Because I, that's the biggest thing is I think it's, with all the new rules, health protocols as well, I, I, I just hope it lasts as well because if things spike or whatever i just hope it lasts i just hope if the season finishes that's all i think they're gonna figure out a way for it to happen mls is doing it nba is doing it NBA is slightly different because they have a bubble so that's a little bit different than how um yeah 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 so do you think this expanded playoff thing is going to happen? Because I, I don't think it will. 10 to 16. Um, I think no, it's ridiculous. I think what they have, I think what they have with the is fine. That's a third of the teams. You know what I mean? We're doing oh. 16 teams now? That's like more than half, a little bit more than half. Like, that's a little ridiculous. Let's, let's get that out of here. Not for this season, at least. Let's do it next year or something. Whatever. Oh. You know? I wouldn't really. I'm not a fan of half this half the. I'm not a fan of half of the league making the playoffs, for the reason that. Yep. I think that. You need to show some longevity. Yeah. Course of a season, and you need to you need to be good and not just get hot at the right time because. If you're a 500 team and you're in the middle of the pack. But you know what? You just tore it up in mm-hmm. late September. You made the playoffs, and your pitchers are on fire. Yeah. And you got got Kelsey that were banged up, and your hitters are hitting lights out. It's like, man, y- y'all were y'all were a 500 team, and y'all stuck in the playoffs with on the, on the 16th seat. Yeah. I, I, you know, if you're, if you're a wild card, you know, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, sure, right? Nationals won it all. They were a wild card. I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have gotten as far as they did if Yelich was in right field. But you know, hey, that's just that's how uh, baseball is. That's, that's how boy, it is. A boy. Yeah, that's how it is. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't agree. Well, this, not this season. Not this season. Let's work it out another season. Let's let's give it more time. Let's not shove too many. I don't think it's going to pass anyway. And the Blue Jays are are struggling to find a place to play this year. I think they're going to be a you know, at first it was supposed to be the Pirates, and then apparently, um, apparently the Pirates 
they were all for it, I think. But then the public uh, organizations around Pittsburgh and uh, or this Pennsylvania, they were like, no, we're, we're that's not going to happen. And which is kind of crazy because it's like this is happening tomorrow or you know Friday. Like something needs to be figured out. And and I think I heard somewhat today that uh, the Yankees are going to play like or not the Blue Jays are going to play like one uh, a Yankees Blue Jays game at Yankee Stadium and they'll be the home team, which is really interesting. And and I think as well the Blue Jays were finding some other locations to play at. So interesting. Yeah, they, they made me feel stupid because I put a shout out on Twitter like, hey. Shout out to the at Pirates for accepting at Blue Jays. I know everybody did though. You know, everybody did. <laughs> like five hours later, it's like, oh no, hey, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Are they gonna care? It's not their home stadium. Like that matters a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it, it kind of boosts you up. You know. When there's no fans, I don't think any of it matters, man, honestly. Really? You think that? Not at all. Yeah, you think the fans? I mean, as someone that's worked for a baseball team, Major League Baseball team, even for a short summer, you have 40,000 people, 35 to 45,000 people. I mean, if you're the Marlins or, you know, Tampa Bay, probably not. But, you know, 35 to 45,000 people showing up. 162 times out of the year, and if you make the playoffs, even more, right? You're selling out shows. You got standing tickets. You got things like that. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of people. Anyway, you, you look at it, and I, I think unfortunately, even though baseball's back, it might it may lose some of that fandom because people are going to be you know ever since. Uh, all the quarantining hit, things like that. I, you know, I've been spending more time at home. I've been finding other things that are keeping me busy. And I, I really hope that maybe the sports stuff will bring me back to kind of how things used to be, though. So there's that. And, you know, some bars are still closed down here because of government mandates. But there are some restaurants that are kind of towing the line between you know, they're like a 49 percent, not a 51 percent alcohol base. So, you know, they're going to be packed. And I'm sure bars are going to be hella packed Friday night for Texas or Houston Astros games. So I don't Good. know. Man. I think the fans might. I think the fans are there. I think the fans are there. Absolutely. Yeah, and they make money from TV watchers too. Let's let's not forget about that. You know, people well, tuning in. Wednesday or sorry, Tuesday night. Rangers Rockies spring training. Yeah. Highest rated. Oh, hold on. Let me find the tweet. Sure. You like that design series I've been putting together? Man, I I wish you could just pump them out faster. You can't pump them out faster than you're doing, but they're great. I know. I know. I wish I could too, man. They're great. I, I hope a team calls you and hires you like, hey, Come be in charge of our marketing department. You're awesome. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, man. I've been applied so, to some places I thought I, I, I can be beneficial to, so let's hope I get a callback or something. We'll get back to that. But Tuesday, Rangers Rockies generated a 1.72 household rating in the DFW market on Fox, Fox Sports Southwest. Rangers' highest rating ever on Fox Sports Southwest for training spring training exhibition game. Wow. People are excited to watch baseball again in Texas. 
Wow. That's great, dude. It's great. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, that's awesome. Let's talk a, before we get to before we get to favorites. Let's talk a little bit about what Zach's doing with his thirty for thirty series, thirty on thirty, whatever you want to call it. It's not copyright ESPN, but yeah. um, he's making uh, media images of all thirty MLB teams with jerseys and selected players. So, you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So, I kind of uh, let me pull up the list here. Um, I started this, man, I don't even know when I started it. That's the funny thing. I, I can tell you the team I started it with, I can't tell you what month I started because it's been a while already. Um, but the first, the first design I did was the Phillies. I had these design parameters behind it. Um, I've kind of morphed it as time has gone and forgiven myself for maybe not doing a few of those things just with kind of how things are and, you know, uh, having life kind of come happen, but I, I'm making sure I finish this at least by the end of the season or at least in December. So all 30 teams, you know, a nice six by six square design and then converting that into like an iPhone wallpaper as well. So I've already done the Phillies, Diamondbacks, Twins, Rockies, Mets, White Sox, uh, Orioles, Mariners, and I just finished the Marlins up the other day. So the next one's the Cubs. I'm probably going to incorporate a little bit of Wrigley Field. Uh, but you know, it's exciting. I get asked a lot, like, you know, I, I post them all on Reddit. So for anybody that's listening to this, if they go on Reddit, you know, uh, slash R slash R baseball or whatever it is, everybody knows what it is R slash baseball. You look it up. I post that maybe like, I'm trying to do them once a week, once every other, once at like maybe once every nine days. Well, and then I also try to post them uh, within the team subreddits too. Um, what I started to do now, I wish I wish I started maybe in the beginning. Uh, I've been putting out polls and questions or discussions on the team subreddits uh, before I start the design. So I'm asking their fans, you know, who are the best players in your eyes? Who would you want to see on a graphic? And uh, I got a lot of feedback from uh, people, fans of the Marlins, and they were telling me about. Uh, current players, current roster players, starting lineup players, and also uh, their prospects coming up. And, you know, they, they all kind of agreed that, you know, prospects maybe don't want to put them on there because they're not obviously MLB level or MLB ready. But, you know, here's the list of people that are, and this is who we'd like to see on it and things like that. But, you know, as I go, I just try to make them a little bit different. So, yeah, thanks for helping me shout that out. Yeah, man, I, I think it's great. I wish I, I have zero artistic talent, so I want to shout out when when <laughs> other doing it's awesome. We can add it to the, you know, yeah. market yourself on the on the podcast. Yeah, let me see if I can pull up this uh, this Marlins one real quick that I'm using on my phones. I, I usually put them on here just to kind of check them out. Will it will it show? I don't think so. But here um, we go. Something. You can kind of see it. Let me see. Bring it back a little bit. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I can post them. Uh, I mean, on my Twitter, uh, my personal Twitter, Zach Wood Designs. I'll probably start linking them within the uh, L-Town Sluggers, Little Slow Sluggers podcast, Twitter. Um, but a lot of people, what I've been doing is I've been commenting on uh, team posts and I'm getting like five to seven, ten likes or something, and then the people interacting with it, and like, oh, it's so sick! Like, 
dude, I'm downloading that right now, or even on Reddit, you know, I'm doing watch faces now as well, got the Yankees up on here, so I'm just trying to, like, come up with new things that I haven't tried before, because I feel like life, you know, if you get too used to the mundane, or you don't try to challenge yourself, then, like, it's just not, it's not that exciting. And I, and I think that's what players are dealing with right now. 60 games, you know, come out to impress. Uh, I, I, what I, I've heard a lot of discussions about this. It's not going to happen. I don't know why people are talking about it. It's only going to happen if you have very little at-bats. And there, you won't be counted in terms of, like, uh, you know, any MVP voting or any of the awards at the end of the year because you have to reach a certain number of at-bats, but no one's hitting 400. I don't know why people keep bringing this up, dude. Like, no one's going to hit 400. I look at the best hitters, dude. Like, the the best hitters of the past year in their season stats, no one came close to – it was like maybe 330 in 60 games, maybe. But it's like maybe. But they're preparing for a a different season. That's the thing. They're preparing for 162 games versus 60. Yeah. So – I can do it. Joe Maurer a few years ago hit into 400 in June or July. It happened. Not going to happen. Not when too many pitchers know. Like like you just said, batters know, position players know, 60 games, but pitchers know it too. And unfortunately, we already had people going on the IL. The Mets are already dealing with it. No shocker there. But uh, Stroman apparently has a uh, torn muscle or something like that. And uh, he might be out for a little while. Uh, so that's kind of a, a big hit for them with their rotation, um, especially considering that Syndergaard got Tommy John, considering Boston doesn't have Chris Sale because of Tommy John. Um, yeah, it's a factor. Uh, you know, Luis Severino, he's gone because of Tommy John. It, it's, it's an interesting year. It's a real interesting year. Um, Guess we're just gonna have to see how it plays out, man. I'm excited for tomorrow, nonetheless. I'm excited. Go baseball. <laughs> Sick, dude. All right, man. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up the episode. Um, I'm gonna stop recording, and you know, thanks to everybody for listening. And uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, L Town Sluggers, Instagram Louisville Sluggers, and Facebook at Louisville Sluggers. So, Jake. It's finally nice to talk. Episode 12, Little Sluggers Podcast. Uh, It's refreshing, dude. It's refreshing. I'm excited we have baseball again. And then everybody remember, hook them horns. (laughs) Go Longhorns. We have college football in the fall. And football. And football. Let's go. Let's let's just go baseball. Yeah, for right now, let's go baseball. (laughs) All right, guys. Take it easy. Later. Thanks for listening.